This is Women in a Day, a podcast created to give a deep look at the daily lives of women of all kinds, from sunrise to sunset, with Jenny Hauser and Portia Hensley. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Women in a Day podcast. This is Portia Hensley, and I'm with Jenny Hauser. Today, we're doing our introduction to let you know a little bit about us, why we started this podcast, and some details about the format. Good morning. I'm Jenny, and we're so excited to be here. As Portia mentioned, this is our introductory episode, so it's going to be a little sliver just to get everyone familiar with us, what the inspiration is for the podcast, how it came to be, and what you can expect in episodes to come. Jenny, let's talk about how we started Women in a Day podcast. I had this idea, I guess it was maybe four, four and a half years ago, one of my son's teachers just picked up and moved her entire family to Germany. And it seemed like such a crazy thing to do, but it made a lot of sense. And I was just fascinated by it. So after they'd moved and they'd been there for a while, I thought, wouldn't it be really cool to just see what her life is like? It was such a drastic change to move to another country, have kids that don't speak the language, and they were making it work. And so I just thought, that's so fascinating. Other people will want to know about this. So I roped her into doing an interview that I was just going to transcribe and publish. We went through her day. She answered all my questions. She sent photos. And then I got pregnant with my third son, and it just sat to the point where it was just one of those things that nags at you. Like, I can't believe I did all this work and I'm doing nothing with it. So that was a few years ago. And then I think last year, in the last 18 months, just with all the things that have gone on around the world, but specifically here in the U.S. politically, I just really felt like this was something that needed to be a bigger project encompassing more women and that now was the time I really felt that was something that I needed to do and do it in a bigger way. So I made my list of my dream gets, people that I would want to interview, and I took my friend Portia out to lunch to try and rope her into being one of my first interview subjects. And, and it, I had no idea what exactly we were doing. So I gave her very little details. It was definitely, <laughs> it was a covert mission for sure. So we went to lunch and I told her what I wanted to do. And she said, I love it, but it should be a podcast. And I said, it probably should, but I would never do something like that on my own. That's just too outside of my comfort zone. And she said, I want to do it with you. I didn't even give it a second thought. It was like, yes, we're doing this. And you're going to hear a lot about the gift of synchronicity in our first episode and how sometimes things just have to sit until they are ready to be something that is bigger and better than what you imagined. And in that moment, that really was the case. The minute you said, I'm doing this with you, it's going to be a podcast, I felt the biggest sense of relief (laughs) because I just knew like, okay, now I have someone that I know and that I can trust to do this with me. And it's going to be so much better than if I just did these interviews on my own. And I think within what, like two hours or something, I was getting emails of people we should interview. You'd already started talking to people. And that was maybe four months ago. Yeah. And here we are today and we already have three episodes recorded and ready to go. We have a website. 
this project would have had a much different fate had you not stepped in. I'm very excited. It's just, it's really exciting to see something surpass what you thought it could be. And already we're getting so much great feedback from people who have heard episodes. People are reaching out to us saying, oh, I know somebody, or have you thought about covering this subject? And it's so cool to see it coming to fruition. So cool. Yeah, I am really excited to be here too. And so glad that you had that idea. I love this project because I love looking into the lives of different people. As you know, I do a lot of documentary photography and uh, I like to tell their story through images, but I think podcast is such a perfect way to give a little slice of somebody's life Yes, and get a little peek into their world. It's just fascinating and we have so many exciting guests lined up that I can't wait to just have conversations with them. No, it's so true. And even some of the ones that we've recorded, outside of editing, I find myself just turning them on while I'm at home or driving or whatever, just because they're just so cool to listen to. And it's fun to ask people these questions and to create an environment where people feel open and welcome and to share their stories. Should we tell people a little about how we know each other? Sure. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) You can't see it, but we're pouring each other a shot so we can... (laughs) No, we're not. So we've known each other for like over 20 years, we became friends in high school, probably our freshman year, don't you think? I assume so. I don't remember exactly how, when we met or how, but mostly through journalism. Yes. So it's not quite like being band friends, (laughs) but I think anyone out there who was in high school yearbook, high school newspaper, and topped off with AP English can speak to a certain level of nerdery, I think, that comes along with that. So that's how we became friends. Yep, Jenny did the yearbook, Mm -hmm. and I did the paper, and we went on these yearbook newspaper trips we went to Chicago together, right? No, no. I didn't do that one. I went to we went to San, San Francisco. Francisco. Yes. And then we also went to Europe, which really bonded us. We did. We had our AP English teacher, bless her heart. I'm and sure the theater that tops, teacher. Oh, the theater teacher. I'm sure when they compile their list of regrets, <laughs> I think that trip is in the top 5. So we went to Europe. We hellions. When it was After our junior year, yeah, Yeah. that summer. Mm -hmm. So we went to London, Paris, Paris, Rome. Rome. We went to Pompeii. We went to Capri. Yeah, we went to Capri. And we we pretty much raised hell through all of Europe. And we weren't invited back. No. our poor. Yeah, I think our guide. Wasn't it Yvette? Yvonne. Yeah, yeah. Yvonne. Uh, Yeah. So, But we went with a group of like... 12 people or something, Mm -hmm. right? Very little adult supervision. And we wore them down so quick. It was the first time I'd ever gotten drunk. And it was bad. And I, I will say we all egged you on because yes. that was like a few days into the trip. Yes, I was, you were like, I was I'm, not, I'm not drinking. I'm not drinking. I'm not drinking. And we totally egged you on. Yes. And the minute that you were drunk, we were like, it was bad. You're not allowed. I to was drink. crying about my SAT scores. <laughs> <laughs> and then I woke up drunk and came down the stairs in the hotel and fell down the stairs. I just remember none of us were in good enough shape that we could get out of the bus to look at the Leaning Tower of Pisa. Do you remember (laughs) that? I I thought that was the Eiffel Tower. 
I know I sat in the bus in the Eiffel Tower. I oh wasn't my kidding. god! Can you imagine? Like, if my kids went to Europe and I said, "Let's see your pictures. Show me what you saw," and they said I was too hungover or too tired to get off the bus, I would we kill were them. Seventeen, I would kill them too. Oh if my I god! Knew they were hungover. I would so kill them. Oh, yeah. So we also started a band. <laughs> And I say band with air quotes. It was basically an air band. Yes. So the air quotes are totally fitting. We called it the Wood Chicks. We did. We had good nerdy fun. I think what's interesting, we were friends in that kind of context. Like we never went to parties together. We didn't really didn't go to up. parties. Yeah, did we didn't. you? I mean, yeah, but I had a different group of friends that were kind of like my hangout friends that were I don't, I mean, I can't imagine they're listening to this, but kind of loser, you know, like sweet losers. Because I was more into like punk and skateboarding, snowboarding, culture stuff. So those were kind of my outside of school friends. Yeah. I think you and I, like, we definitely connected in that way. Mm-hmm. And I was telling someone that in our AP English class, we had to do this project for the Canterbury Tales. <laughs> And I forget what the parameters were. You had to do some kind of, it could be anything, like a diorama, you could do a play, you could do whatever. And we always had like this little group and we always knew that we would do our group projects together. So you were like, we're going to do a movie. We're going to make a movie of the Canterbury Tales. And we were (laughs) like, no, that's crazy. And then like a week later, here we all are at your house. You kicked your dad out for the day. (laughs) And we made this movie. So I really think that a lot of our AP English projects were the precursors to this podcast Mm because it's a nice continuation. We met through journalism and we're doing a podcast. Yeah. And it's nice because the dynamic is still the same. (laughs) Sort of. Things have changed a little. You're definitely like the best accountability coach. Like you, you would never do the work for other people. But I remember you could always tell when someone in your group wasn't pulling their weight, you could tell they came into class with like their head ducked (laughs) and you could, you be staring at them and the minute class is over you would make a beeline for them like that you were supposed to read section four and eight did you do that did you turn that in when are you gonna have that to me so that's the dynamic that we have now because some days I'll tell you like by the end of today I'm gonna have this 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 and this done make sure I do it and I think you'll do it you'll you're make very sure. organized we would not have this podcast if it weren't for Jenny's organizational skills I live in fear no <laughs> I do bring a whip every time I, we see each other. Yes. So no. And then we reconnected when? Oh, With Facebook. Through Facebook. It was like right at the, when Facebook first started. Yeah. And there yeah. was hardly that anyone was on it. And I remember like when I created my little profile and I was like, who should I look for? And you were, were like the first time like, ah, oh, I wonder if Porsche's on here. And I remember, we hadn't talked. No. no. I think after you left and went to Wellesley, I got one letter from you. Oh, that's nice. Basically to the effect of, like, there are a lot of girls here. <laughs> Life is good. I'm paraphrasing. <laughs> but, oh, yeah, funny. and so we reconnected. And then since then, we've had, like, all this weird crossover. You with my husband, me with your partner, Tracy. and Not we'll get the into way that. that sounds. No, work-wise not, yeah, and work-wise. baby-wise. And, yeah, so yeah. we'll get in. We'll save that for another episode. Sure. We definitely have a different style, which I think is good. It balances us. I think the best way to describe it is like you'll ask someone a really intense question and I would always say, because you even did it in high school and I would say, Portia, you can't ask that. And yes, then I'd say, my life. I'm so sorry, but really, like what did happen to your mom? Like is your mom okay? 
<laughs> I just wanted it like so we both have that personality that I think complements each other. Yeah. So should we talk about the format of the show? Yes. We have a website at womeninadaypodcast.com and we'll be putting a little kind of summary of our shows on that website with some additional photos and contact information for our guests, probably if they have a public uh, page or website. Then we'll also be taking out some snippets of our interviews that don't make the podcast and we'll put them on there. Jenny has graciously volunteered to transcribe those snippets as well in case you're reading them at work and you can't listen to the audio version. Yeah, I think it's just a matter of editing for time. We just get, I mean, these conversations with these guests could just go on and on. So we really want to give you more because we know when we have to end each interview, we are like, oh, I wish we could have talked about this and I wish we could have talked about this. So our hunch is that you're going to feel the same way. So we really want to give you amazing photos of our guests in their daily lives. So you can see what we're talking about. So that will all be on the website because of the intensity, uh, I guess, of what it takes to put together each episode. Our plan is to have an episode every two weeks starting today, February 1st. And we're already booked out through April of 2018, which is really, really cool to already be planning that far ahead and meeting women. And it's really awesome. We also have some social media platforms that we're on. We're on Instagram at Women in a Day podcast. So be sure to follow that and a Facebook page. And we'll be trying to to kind of give a day in the life of the podcast on our social media pages. So there are some pictures of us and there'll be pictures of our guests and what it takes to do this podcast if you're interested in that. I was always curious, what does it look like behind the scenes of a podcast? Because totally. all you ever do is hear it. Right. So what yeah. does it look like? People want images. And people we both do, like yeah. images. We, yes, we are both very image-driven people, um, both very visual. And I should mention, we've had some people ask, like, well, is Women in a Day podcast, is that just for women? And the answer is no. Definitely not. If you know a woman, love a woman, are curious about women, it really is for everyone to listen to. And I can say my husband has really been interested in the episodes and my 11-year-old son, who is the most critical person that I know, listened full on to one of our interviews with a mom and a teenage daughter. And his comment was... If you really want my honest opinion, <laughs> this is really good. So oh, there's wow. that. So I think it's worth noting, like, tune in, check it out, pass it on to those you know, not just women. We both have many males in our lives. We do. Many male children. Between yeah. us, we have eight sons. Yeah. We'll get into that That's another crazy. time. We'll break, out that, we'll break out that math another so day. So we but. really need women in a day because we need a little bit of feminine energy in our lives. Yes. Because we have so much masculine energy. Very now. true. I think this is important because there are so many women and just people in general who are just doing amazing, interesting things that we just don't know about. And I love having these conversations and just opening a door into these people's lives and giving a little peek. Uh, I know that I'm a little bit of a voyeur in terms of being just interested in people's lives like what is going on I always 
whenever I fly over a city, I always think, what is going on in each one of those little houses? I would give so much just to be a little fly on the wall. And I think this podcast helps you get into that for a little sliver of their lives. I agree. I think there are certain sections of people, women specifically, that are a bit underrepresented right now. I think women that I'm really excited to hear about are women who, for whatever reason, do not have a traditional life. Yeah. Um, you know, as we think of it, even though times are changing, there's still what's perceived as a very traditional path for women. I think that women who don't have children are really underrepresented and in some cases undervalued in our society. Mm-hmm. Especially our first guest, Paula Elizabeth, which you can go listen to right after this, or maybe you just did listen to her. There's no way that you can listen to this woman and not feel her nurturing, motherly energy come through. She will tell you she does not have children of any kind. I think it's good for us all to kind of have that notion shaken up a bit. And I think also for women, mothers especially, it's hard to find your people sometimes. It's hard to find women that inspire you, that you connect with. And my hope is that women will listen to this show and be reminded that everyone has a story. And if you feel drawn to someone, if you feel connected to someone, strike up a conversation that goes beyond sort of the monotony of daily life. Reach out to someone. If you have a coworker whose kids are leaving home for college and you think that might be tough, you can express that kind of empathy and say to them, that must be really hard. I see what you're going through. And I think having this platform, we really get to talk to women who are willing to open up and share stories of anxiety and depression and being a single parent, having to work three jobs, transitioning from homelessness. And I think it's just really nice to just be saturated in someone else's life for 40 minutes Mm -hmm. and really learn about them. Get out of that bubble. It is so easy to fall into. It is so easy. And anyone who has kids will tell you that it's a weird dichotomy because it's a very lonely place sometimes, but it's also very easy to just fall into the bubble and forget about what's going on around you in a bigger sense. And it's just very inspiring. So that's what I hope people take away from the show. We really encourage interaction with our listeners. And if you have a question or comment that you would like us to ask guests or some suggestions for future guests, email us at info at womeninadaypodcast.com. We'd love to integrate that into the podcast. So we really wanted to do this introductory episode to give you a feel for us, how the show came to be, but also because you probably won't be hearing a lot from us, right? Right. Right. One of of our (laughs) goals is to not have a lot of chit chat on this podcast. It drives me nuts to listen to podcasts where people are talking about themselves. The hosts are talking about themselves. I just want to hear the guest, and that's what it's going to be. So this is pretty much it from us. But that being said, you're always welcome to reach out to us. I think you and I both are just so excited to bring people the guests that we already have. It's just the thought of taking time away from them is like, no way. people, People really want to hear this. Thank you so much for listening. We really appreciate it. We hope that you love the shows and please remember you can subscribe to the podcast after you listen, give us your thoughts, rate and review us. And then that's really important. Please do that. And please also know in our first couple episodes, there is for sure a learning curve that happens. Oh, yes. So just bear with us and just sound. Yes. So we encourage you to really be very content focused. (laughs) 
and we're working on the sound and we promise it will get better. Yes, we have an amazing audio guy and editor and he's really... Tony Tarbox. Yes, Tony is helping us a ton. But the first couple episodes, we just needed to work through some of the audio stuff. As people who are not very audio savvy, it's a whole new world. So we really hope that you will just take the information in the first couple episodes and know it does get better. This has been the Women in a Day podcast. To learn more, you can visit our website at womeninadaypodcast.com. You can also find us on Instagram at womeninadaypodcast. Thank you so much to Tony Tarbox, our extraordinary editor, and to Hillary Blair for loaning her voice to our introduction. 